Hey, good morning. Dirty Harris on a Sunday. Back in Phoenix. It's about 9.15 a.m. I already went for a nice walk this morning around the lake with the wife. Actually, we made it halfway around and we sat there by the lake. It was beautiful. Tons of people walking by with their dogs. I didn't realize how many dogs were out there. Uh, a lot of different dogs. It was, it was fun. And uh, people picked on us because we were sitting there. It was nice. People seemed, in general, pretty pleasant this morning. And uh, it was good. So we got time to reflect on our trip and and then refocus our minds on um, some things. And I'm kind of working on some other stuff. And uh, start reading that book. I actually suggested the book to my daughter. And and it's on audio, audiobooks. If you haven't done audiobooks yet, then I highly suggest maybe trying it, especially if you haven't, uh, you know, you're not really into reading <laughs> uh, or you struggle with it like I do. Um, I've heard of people talking about audiobooks forever. And, and anyway, so I got one and uh, I've been listening, I've read probably or listened to uh, five or six books and, and all stuff that I, I like, you know, music theory books. Um, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is what I'm reading right now. Um, there's some artsy book. Uh, anyway, um, but it got me thinking about my life and what I'm doing and, you know, how this whole corona business is just contaminated and created borders and, and obstacles in front of us all. And we haven't been able to kind of focus uh as clearly as we'd like to on things that are important. So I started thinking about you know money and and learning about assets versus liabilities and really thinking about that. And in the book it talked about you know rich people think about assets and poor people, middle class people talk about liabilities. And uh, I can vouch for that. I'm definitely poor middle class maybe a step above, the step below, one of those at different points in my life. Um, yeah, but it got me excited about thinking about some some stuff. And usually I'm kind of like, ah, I'm tired. But the vacation really kind of re-energized me, hanging out with some people um, with no real agenda, except to just kind of chill out. And uh, it was good. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool, and then, um, yeah, but also thinking about how, you know, we can enjoy our days, like we got up this morning, and then we got up early, and I woke woke Ames up, but I was like, I want to go for a walk, it's nice out, 67 degrees, like, got to take advantage of these days, because the, the, the fucking miserable days, the heat mixed with the corona stuff was really a bummer and uh so we got up and went for a nice walk and but there was no agenda we walked down to the park and we like you want to sit yeah so we sat we sat probably 45 minutes and you know just talked it's good man it's good to just uh not do much when i realized which I always think I did realize, but because I have to deal with my miserable self on a day-to-day -day basis, I uh, I like Arizona. 
It's been good to me, man. And when the weather's nice, can't beat this place. So I don't necessarily want to move from here. I don't want to live here in a miserable summertime because it's fucking miserable. There's other places to go that aren't. So why not go there? It doesn't make sense. Does it? You know? Especially when you kind of paid those dues where things are shitty and then they're good and shitty and good. Well, if you know what the difference is, why wouldn't you go where it's good? I mean, the birds do it, right? They don't suffer through the winters. They fly south. And they just get up and go. Why can't we? If they can do it, so can I. I'm not a tree, right? Trees can't do that. So if you want to be a tree, be a tree. If you want to be a bird, fly like a bird. Decide what you are. Here's the title of my new book. Decide what you are. Are you a bird or are you a tree? Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's kind of got us excited. But now we're thinking, you know, how, how, do, we, how do we make that happen? You know, how do people do it? Because people do do it, right? So if they can do it, why can't I do it? What got me thinking? I got to just work on my residual businesses. Right? And then my work, my creativity part, keep building on that, my music, playing music out, getting compensated for it. It's really kind of a cool gig. Um, it's not work for me. It's like the, everything about that is enjoyment. So, you know, you get, you know, finding that, that balance is really tricky. Some people are able just to find ways to make money and they don't really have any other ways. You know, that's their creativity. It's ways to make money. So I need to do that, but also need to continue to do what I, I want to do with my music. And that's just play and get better and understand music more. Um, you know, I'm going to become a better player now because I'm studying music theory. Technically, I'm probably capped out. I probably can work on some other skills, but uh, I'm kind of okay with knowing that I'm not Eddie Van Halen and Steve Ray Vaughan and Hendrix. I'm um, Rick Harris. And, uh, you know, I uh, busted my ass to get to this point. So I might as well be somewhat happy with how I play. And I'm finally getting there. It's taken me a long time. But I want to continue to get better. And just like anyone else who loves what they do, that's what you do. You just keep chipping away at it. It's not like it's work. If we keep finding different ways to get better at stuff. And music's provided that outlet for me. And, and then hopefully I can, uh, it will keep me happy. Um, but yeah, if we get to do that, you know, exercise a little bit. You know, armor yourself, protect yourself, make yourself body strong. You know, make enough money to protect your loved ones. You're good to go. Alright, so that to talk about yesterday's plane ride. It got me thinking about so much shit. You know. So we get to the airport. Now now I was with a group of people and we were wearing masks. Everywhere we were required to wear a mask. You know, my rebellious side. Because I was with a group of people and when I'm with my family and stuff like that. I, I just kind of, I always do what's expected of me. But a lot of times I'm by myself, I just do me. And 
So anyway, um, with that being said, we did that. We did the mass thing, and, and, there was, and it was it was we were in Florida and in the Keys. Uh, obviously, people people really freaked out, but some people aren't. They're over. Um, so you know, we picked our spots, and you know, we enjoyed ourselves, and it wasn't too crazy. Um, had to wear the mask here and there. wasn't that big of a deal. Um, you kind of get used to it, which is not what I want to say, but the reality is you do. And uh, that's kind of the scary part of it. And that brings me to what I'm talking about. So I'm at the airport and I see all these people sitting. And so I decide I want to pull my mask off and chill out. So I, I go all the way across. There's nobody near me within 30 feet. And here comes this girl in her 20s she has a little cute little boy but here's the kicker she's got this kid on a leash right and she looks like she looks like a nutcase to begin with in my just my opinion you know just what you look like after seeing people for a long period of time you start picking who's in that case who's not in that case and i think nine out of ten times maybe nine and a half out of ten times you're usually right you don't even have to be good at it you know you can pick it out anyway but sure enough her kids touching everything and she walks by me and I notice her kind of shaking her head. Now I'm a little bit paranoid because I'm thinking, well, you know, everyone's shaking their head at me because I don't have my mask on, but there was no one near me. She walks by and she kind of shook her head. Five minutes later, this chick is like her kids climbing over everything, touching windows, no mask on. He's probably two, maybe three, maybe four. I don't know. And this other lady walks up. And this lady, <laughs> she has a mask on and a shield, and she has her fucking dog on a leash. So now it's me, and to the left of me is a lady with a mask, a shield, and a fucking dog, and then another mom with her kid on a leash with a mask on, looking like a nutcase. And then there's me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Then all of a sudden, I look over, and the dog starts taking a piss right on. You know, when you line up for Southwest, it's like, you know, numbers one through 10, the dog's pissing right on there. She just turned her head. I pointed it out to my wife, like, check that out. I was like, this is unreal, man. This is, this is what we do. I said, so everyone's freaked out, got a mask on. The kid doesn't have to wear a mask for whatever reason, um, but the parents do. And, but you can put your kid on a leash and have him touch everything in the fucking vicinity, right? So, and then the dog's pissing in there and no one cleans it up and no one says anything. I'm just baffled, but it's funny. Then we get on a plane and of course, you know, the plane is kind of one place. So I'm like, eh, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of a hypochondriac on a plane anyway. I always feel like planes are disgusting in general, you know? And I kind of, in my mind, I always feel like, you know, a lot of times I come off plane, I feel like I got sick being on the plane. So, you know, I give two thumbs up for a mask on a plane. If you want to wear one, probably should. It's probably, not, it's probably a good idea. So I don't have a problem with that. So uh, for all you people who think I hate wearing masks, I'm not really against a mask on an airplane. But I think it should be your discretion still. But it's probably a good idea if you don't want to get sick in general, catch cold and flu. I could be wrong. Um, so we get on and fucking sure enough, this lady sits right next to me with her kid, her kids climbing, crying, and she, and then at one point I was eating cookies. So apparently on a plane, you're allowed to eat cookies and drink or eat whatever 
on, and you don't have to have your mask on. So I'm in there I'm now. I'm done, and I'm not even. I'm actually not even thinking about pulling my mask up. I'm just kind of like listening to my podcast or 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 some music on my phone. And the chick taps me on the shoulder. She tells me to put my mask on. A passenger on a plane. So I just looked at her and I looked at my wife and I was like, ah, I'm gonna go use the restroom right now. So I went to the restroom. You know, got my head right. I was like, I don't want to say anything to this lady. You know, uh, she's freaked out. She has a kid, you know. But she's so stupid and she's so lazy and she's so pathetic. I just wanted to tell her all three of those things. But, you know, I didn't. She wanted to make sure that I was being safe, I'm sure. That was her reason for telling me to put the mask on because if I would have called her out, that's what she probably would have said. I'm guessing, but could be right. So that whole incident, then we get off the plane and then everybody's got a mask on, right? Everybody. And I'm like, okay. So we get, we get off the plane and we go on another plane. So right now we're in Denver and we go to Denver and Denver, we get on the plane and we're like one of the first people on the plane. Next group of people get on the plane. Thank you. And then uh, it's a bunch of little babies, like toddlers. You know, I don't know, one to two, maybe, maybe some three-year-olds. But I saw some babies, man. They were like not walking yet. No mask on, right? But well, someone explained to me. Someone explained to me. How babies don't get sick or don't pass germs. But I do. So let me explain that fucking to me. I mean, seriously. Kids climbing all over everything, coughing on everything, rubbing his binky all over everything, putting it back in his mouth. No one says dick. And, and the funny thing is, no one is being told to talk about it, so no one talks about it. That's how fucking stupid we are. Stupid. So I don't know, there's like, what, what 20 million toddlers? Right? And toddlers, like, I don't know, one to four or zero to four, something like that. So you figure half of those kids don't have to wear a mask. Ever. And, uh,. I don't know. So we're not afraid of them dying or passing germs. We're afraid of the old people dying. And here's where it gets really tricky. You know, now I'm really tripping out. I'm like, you know, this virus is taking out old people. And some people are considered uh, that don't have any empathy if they, they, don't, they don't, you know, the old people are dying. It's like, yeah, the old people are dying. We know that. But maybe this virus was created to kill the old people. Maybe. Now, I've heard rumors and I've read some articles and I've seen some videos that it's possible that COVID-19 is man-made. All right? Is it? And it's killing our old people and then they're telling everybody else to wear a mask saying that we are the motherfuckers killing people? We? So if the scientists made this shit and all you jerk off saying that I trust the science, how fucking stupid are you?
trust the scientist who made the virus and now it's spreading and killing old people not babies not one-year-old two-year-olds old people and potentially hurt our youth who are in school which you know I don't know how many cases we got of that but I know the numbers pretty low I guess that's not cool to say but it's pretty low so explain it to me all you people who trust science if this virus was man-made in a laboratory was it made by a fucking sales guy a politician a lawyer a baker it's made by a fucking scientist who you say I trust the science if you trust the science Are you saying, well, this notebook is a bad scientist? Well, yeah, there's a bad scientist. There's a bad politician. There's bad lawmakers. It's bad people. But, you know, just shut the fuck up. Everybody just shut the fuck up. Just for a little while. Just, just listen. Just put the music on. It's in the box. You know what I mean? Just listen. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. So, yeah, I'm thinking about not going to work anymore either at the job I'm at. Um, yeah, I don't make a bunch of money there. We got I'm there because of insurance. And obviously, Coop's there, but Coop's not being there anymore because he's home because of COVID. You know, things are, things are exposed right now. So, I'm thinking, how am I going to transition this? So, got to put my ass in gear here. I got to get to work. Gotta get excited about something. I haven't been excited about anything in a while. Got a little bit of excitement in me about it now, so just need to find some success and and uh, you know build on that that momentum. The other thing about momentum is uh, once you get it going, you keep it going. All of a sudden, it starts taking on its own energy, you know, its own life, and now you can just be a part of it, you know. I love that. But, you know, life is like that, too. I was reading this book about the, the rich dad, poor dad, and there was one uh, thing he told, he said in there that his rich dad told him. He's like, you know, the rich dad is a, plants these seeds, these assets, you know, referring to assets. And that's what assets are. So you plant these seeds in the ground and you keep watering it. You kind of take care of it for a while, right? Then it gets to the point where you don't, the tree doesn't need you to water it anymore. Doesn't it? And that's how to get its own supply. And then now provides you a nice shaded area to live under. So that's what assets are. But that was kind of a cool explanation of it. Exciting. Um, you know, people just want to get rich quick. But how, how, you know, how do you how do you learn how money works? Just like how do you learn how music works? You can use it and you can spend it and you can play it. Do you really understand how it works? If you can put the two together, you can really complete the circle of, of uh, understanding, whether it be financial understanding or musical understanding or, you know, just life in general. But I think going through life, you should just try to keep your body strong as much as possible. Um, and you should uh, learn how to financially set yourself up 
so that you can live your best life. And uh, yeah, there's two things. I'm sure there's more, but there are two, the only two I can handle in my little brain right now. Alrighty, uh, I'm going to head back to the house. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Dirty Harris out and about on a Sunday morning. Get out there and walk. Give yourself compliments every day. Stretch, walk, eat an apple. Stretch, walk, eat another apple. All right, later, y'all.